0: A better way to deal with holiday emotions, episode 43. Welcome to the Awaken You Podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome to December, and to kick the month off, I am going to share from my heart about what I am processing through right now in my life, as I often do here on the podcast, because what I learn from my own personal work really becomes material that I share to help you along your growth journey. And with the holiday season in full swing, I want to share some tips so you have a better way to handle and deal with the holiday emotions that are for sure affecting you, even though you may not realize it. And then I'm going to help you decide what you want to do with those emotions. This week in my Marital Magic six-week course, we are diving into the work of retelling the story we have about our past. And mostly because we're working on our marriages, we're looking at how those stories are affecting our marriage. And though the story might not actually be about our marriage, it might be about something that happened early in our life, but how we respond to that story and the story that we tell about that event often makes a way into our marriage, right? So, and while we do this powerful work, it can bring up a lot of emotions depending upon what event the person picks to work on, what story they decide to rewrite, And that can make us feel a little funky, right? So knowing this to be true, and actually knowing that I have been working through a bit of a funk after the Thanksgiving holiday, what I did is I created a bonus teaching for that course to complement the work that they're doing and help them better manage their minds and their emotions. And then... Of course, upon further reflection, I realized how much this work was helping me with where I'm right now, with those emotions that I'm processing, and how much it will help you with all that you have in front of you this month, what we all have in front of us this last month of the year, because for many of us, this month can be a Doozy. It's not a word we even use anymore, but a doozy in the sense that we are looking at a lot of things this month. A, a list of to do's that we are piling on top of our already busy schedules. We're at the end of the year. So we are looking back at the year, reflecting upon the things that we did well, most likely the things that we didn't do well. And we're dealing with different family dynamics, food everywhere, and not necessarily the food that we want to be eating. And then, of course, like I said, those full schedules with all of the toppings being poured over the top, the shoulds, the wants, the resentments, the regrets, the frustrations, annoyance with those people that seems like we have piled on things to do on our list, but it doesn't look like anybody else has anything added to their plate. Sadness, grief that could be going on, overwhelm, hopelessness, pain, Can you shout out one that you might be feeling? And then, of course, there are the celebrations. And sometimes the great emotions, the celebration emotions, we deal with them in a way that doesn't give us the result that we actually want. So to help you out, I am going to share how to become more emotionally aware and responsible this holiday season to work through this month and create a different experience than what you've had in the past. Today, I'm going to teach you about three different ways we deal with our emotions and the results that we get from each of these different ways to deal how this is going to help us is it's going to give us a better ability to see what is happening for you, even if it's after it's happened, that awareness, that first level of awareness And then really being able to learn what your usual go-to way of dealing with these difficult emotions is. And then this, again, helps bring you more awareness. And with that awareness, you can begin to bring intention to the way you choose to deal with these emotions, what you want to do with them. The three ways we deal with emotions They are to avoid the emotion, to resist the emotion, or lastly, to allow the emotion. So let's look at each one of those, starting with avoiding your emotions. I think that often when we think about avoiding our emotions, what that would be for us, we think that we are turning away from them. And when I wrote that down, when I conjured that up in my mind, it's like pretending they're not there, right? Well, that was kind of interesting to me because of what we talked about two weeks ago on the podcast. Do you remember we talked about responding to bids for connection. And one way we respond is turning away, right? It doesn't get us the best result. And so in this situation, the avoiding the emotions is really turning away from ourselves. So in reality, this is what we are doing. But when we turn away We turn towards something else in an attempt to feel better. So we turn away from ourselves and what is going on, really looking at what is happening inside of us. We turn towards something else. And basically, we are putting this sugary, sweet icing on top of a nasty tasting cake. We are trying to make ourselves feel better by diverting our attention towards something we think will make us feel better in the moment, like kind of numbing that vibration in our body, that feeling, that chemical response that's going on. And it sort of does in the moment, it numbs the feeling, but in the end, We not only feel worse because maybe we did something that was not all that great for our body, um, and it didn't give us any long term gratification. Because usually after that, either like we feel like garbage or we emotionally feel like garbage because we beat ourselves up. And that original emotion, it's still there. That emotion is still lurking there in the shadows waiting for you to do something with it. Now, this process is also referred to as buffering, which I've talked about in the um, podcast many times. You're putting something between you and that uncomfortable emotion. It could be food. It could be liquor, watching the screen, purchasing products, sex, and during this season, it might be the doing thing: working longer, wrapping more presents, going and buying more presents, cleaning the house for the the guests, going to another party, um, putting up the decorations. You know what might your flavor be for running away from your emotions? Think about it, or just watch, pay attention. The result avoiding your emotion gets is eating foods that we really didn't want to eat, spending money we maybe didn't have, or we weren't planning on spending, at least not spending on what we spent it on, spending time being disconnected instead of connecting with others and discovering what is going on for us. And then the other result we get is we don't deal with that emotion, which ultimately means it is going to get louder and louder until something happens where you have to deal with it. The second way to deal with our emotions is to resist them. And I think we're all familiar with resisting emotions. I'm sure we have all done this at some point. If you've ever been on a diet or tried to quit a habit, then you have probably done a lot of resisting. And resisting usually leads to either a relapse back into that habit that you were trying to kick, or you may quit that habit, but pick up another one in its place that doesn't maybe seem as harmful. I mean, think about people who quit smoking, but end up eating Candy or sucking on hard candies. So resisting emotions is like overfilling that pressure cooker. Have you ever done that? (laughs) I haven't done it, but I have had a pressure cooker. Explode! Good thing we have InstaPots these days. I highly suggest you don't try it. Okay, um, when you overfill a pressure cooker, the food inside swells as it cooks. I mean, imagine cooking beans, and it causes the pressure cooker to explode. And yes, this is the same thing that happens when you resist. It's like pushing those emotions inside of you, pushing them back in until you eventually explode. And that explosion might be taking it out on somebody else, taking it out on yourself, maybe buffering. So the result again, is that you end up not moving ahead, feeling like junk. And yes, that emotion is on steroids now. The third way We can deal with our emotions is to allow your emotions. I'm going to guess that by the way I said that, you're going to assume that this is the way we want to deal with our emotions. And if you guessed that, you are 100% correct. Yet, allowing your emotions takes a lot of practice. This way of dealing with your emotions is often very foreign to most of us, and it takes some time to figure out what this really looks like. When I explain it to clients in the beginning of my coaching, I helped a lot of people with um, their weight to, to try to lose weight, and so we did a lot of work on what we do with urges to eat food. It is difficult for people to understand what I mean by allowing that emotion. So w- the way I like to describe it, it is as though you're getting to know somebody, like a new person, you pay attention to it, you listen to it, you Pay attention to where it resides in your body. Where is it coming from? What does it feel like? You ask it questions. I know that sounds weird, but yes, you talk to it. You listen to what it might have to say. And it always has something to say. You just might not be able to figure it out to begin with. And you even share with it what you're thinking Yeah, it might sound a little cuckoo, but trust me, it does work. Now, because this is so foreign, it will not feel very good at first. It might feel like your skin is burning, like you want to bust out of your skin. But the beautiful thing about allowing your emotions is that you are able to let them go for a little while, right? You appease them. Basically, they don't have as much power in your body because you're talking to them. You're recognizing them. You're giving them some space. And depending upon how familiar this emotion is for you, how often you have resisted or avoided it or both, It will keep coming back again and again. And then when you think that you have done all the work of allowing and letting go of this emotion, it comes back. And something will come up guaranteed that triggers that emotion. Something from your past maybe. It's a vulnerability that you have. And that emotion comes back to visit. Now... What eventually happens when you continue the process of being aware of how you are reacting to your emotions and switch from your go-to of avoiding or resisting or both to allowing, you begin to let go of doing either of the last two and this in of itself is so liberating. Can I just share no more emotional eating? That is magical. Then, what you may notice is how awful you feel when these emotions arise. And the reason is because you're not using any of those buffering, the avoiding, and resisting techniques. So you're actually feeling these emotions, these vibrations are in your body. You're not using anything to escape them. But once you realize the reason why you feel like garbage, then yay, you recognize you have emotions to process. And lucky for you, I have an episode where I teach you exactly how to do that for yourself. You can reference that In the show notes or in the um, uh, transcription of this podcast, it is, I think, episode 23. I'm not positive. It's called How to Process Emotions. You can even search it on my podcast page. If you want more help learning how to allow your emotions Remember, I have this webinar coming up. It is this coming Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. There is a link in the show notes to register and come join. It is called Allowing Emotions Equals a Happier Holiday. I will help you better understand this process and answer any questions you may have. And that is what I have for you today, my friends. If you have any questions, contact me. There is a link in the show notes to reach out to me, go to my website, get on my mailing list, and I want to help you feel better this holiday season. And that includes when you're able to feel better, it means that you have a better relationship with your partner. You can open up more connection and communication with them because you're not pouring all this emotion all over yourself between you and your partner. All right. I love you, my friends, and I hope to see you on Thursday. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.